Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show, this time live from my kitchen. Everyone said, you, you still, you know, we're all here, but you're not, it's not to follow etiquette. Oh, and Susan. Uh, so, uh, Susan's here. Uh, for those of you watching on Facebook Live, there's a picture of Susan. Susan's not here because, uh, sadly, um, her boyfriend decided to be born on this day, so uh, she's not with us. But we are all here together. Hello, Kitty. You're waving your hands like if somebody's watching this show, listening to the show, they have no idea. Hello, John. Hello. Hello, Gareth. Hello. Hello, Susan. Why? Why? Got my fan. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so we are all here together uh, because it's the 200th episode. And as it's the 200th episode, we thought we'd all get together and we'd all do this live. So, first off, Gareth, um, what are you drinking? Um, Some cheap clock that that John brought. So what? It's not. John, this is in the fridge. John, John, what are you drinking? Uh, this cheap plonk that Katie brought. Uh, Katie, what are you drinking? Uh, I think it's Yeah, it is actually the cheap plonk that Katie's brought. So uh, we've all brought something to drink. And hello on Facebook Live. Please do send us any messages if you want to talk to us. We've already had the, comment, the question from Alan, which is, where is Susan? She's not here. She's, uh, no, what she we say? She's here in spirit. She's here in spirit. She's here on, 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 yeah, on John's phone. So goodness knows what's going to happen this evening. But we're all here and we thought we'd do a show. Uh, so the plan this evening is um, John has been gadding about around most of the world uh, for the past goodness knows how many weeks. And he's going to compare you know, Walt Disney World's Halloween to Disneyland Paris's Halloween. And then, uh, as we're on the 200th show and we're looking at back at all the wonderful things that we've done, uh, we want to do our top three memories of... Walt Disney World, Disney in general, those sort of things. So we're going to do our top three memories as well. And that will pretty much be it because we can't hang on for too long because we've got a date with the pub. So um, uh, who's out there on Facebook Live? Uh, we've got lots of people who are liking things and we've got people watching. So do come and say hello, please. It would be very, very nice to hear from you. Uh, oh, Tom's joined. Catherine Hooper's there as well. Ah, oh, the whole of the Hoopers are here. What's yes, that all about? Meet the Hoopers. Uh, meet the Hoopers, <laughs> yes. indeed. So um, we're going to start off with then. Are you are you going to start off with our Halloweeny stuff? Yeah, sure. Let's start off with Halloween. So let's talk about Halloween then. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. Let's start off with Halloween. So John, so you were lucky enough to go out to Walt Disney World and to Disneyland Paris for Halloween. Yes. So, what were the two kind of experiences that you had? Or Shall we just um, confirm they went actually on the same day? No. Yes. That would be impressive. That would be impressive. Very impressive. Um, I believe it can be done, but no, I didn't do that. So, I went to Disney World in September. Um, went to the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Yep. I already did that as um, in my Good, Bad and Ugly. Um, and then I went to Disneyland Paris's Halloween Soiree on actual Halloween. Uh, so, best comparisons we can do, we'll start off with price. So, 
Uh, Disneyland Paris's, as you can probably imagine, is considerably cheaper. It's 34 or 36 euros, I can't quite remember. It's a change of Disneyland Paris is actually cheaper for something. Yes, that's true. It is a bargain. It's a top And then we got, and you got AP discount as well, which was, I believe it was like third off. So it ended up only being 24 euros, which is brilliant. Um, and then Disney, uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. If you bought it direct from them, depending on what day, it can be anything between $70 and $120, which is quite a lot of money. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Um, we were lucky enough to get our tickets from a different website. Um, yeah. Who I, don't, I didn't ever know they actually did Halloween Party tickets. Uh, but we bought them from them for... Isn't that, isn't that like a French website or something uh, in, in Paris? You can, it was a, for, uh, for... These were for Disney World. Oh, for Disney World, it sorry. It was an attraction tickets direct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I've used it before. They get, um, and that's who we bought our Not So Scary tickets from. They were 60 quid, which I didn't think was too that's bad. That's not bad. That's not so too bad. bad. Um, so, price point, obviously, <coughs> Paris wins out. Um, but Disney World probably has a little bit more to offer. So when it comes to what they have on offer, I'd say character-wise, it's pretty similar. Um, okay. We've got quite a lot of rare characters in both. Uh, you can meet Jack, Skeleton, you can meet Sally in Florida, and you can't meet Sally in Disneyland Paris, but they still have Jack. Uh, they've got some villains, some rarer characters. So character-wise, it's probably really similar. Um, so that's good. Then we move on to parade. I thought you'd finish that. No, <laughs> so we're going to move on to the parade. So the parade, um, Disneyland Paris do not have a specially created Halloween parade. Right. Okay. Um, I, I would imagine this is probably mostly due to the fact that they only do one soirée, as opposed to Disney's starting it in August and finishing it in November, probably. Mm. Um, but what they have done is they've taken the Harvest Parade. Um, which they usually run during the Halloween season. They've taken one of the old parade floats from one of the old parades, which used to be the villains yep. float. They took the dragon this year from New Stars on Parade, and then they took all the tricycle gang. Um, okay. And they, what they did that I've never seen is what Disneyland Paris has now become hugely famous for, and that is put a ton of rare characters in there. So they had everyone from Kronk to the hyenas from from Lion King in there um, and that was pretty pretty cool also from our vantage point from where we were uh, we were stood just in front of the castle stage so watching everything come by and having the castle as your backdrop especially mm. when the dragon came by and having that as a backdrop was pretty awesome so for what they did uh, compared to you know the budget what they did and how much you paid for it it was actually a pretty good parade the entertainers that they put in between the units obviously helped make the parade what it is and I think they did really well and then of course you've got Disney World Booty You Parade which is about four hours long but it's totally and they've still got the Headless Horseman in there haven't they yes but instead of galloping he trots fine okay. um, the Headless Horseman has the trots he has the trots <laughs> and that's because they, uh, when it rained one time he was galloping down and skidded and fell and so they've had to slow him down but it's good for taking pictures yeah, I suppose it's it was always really yeah, hard yeah, to get yeah. pictures yeah, off. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's good for getting pictures, and then of course you've got that incredibly infectious song that just buries itself deep in your brain, and you end up singing for the rest of your holiday. Yes, like, I'm not going to. I'm not, <laughs> not going to go there. I'm genuinely not going to go there because you'll be singing it forever. Um, so, so in terms of that, you've obviously got 
put, put that to Walt Disney World because it's a specially created parade. But considering Disneyland Paris did it for one night, I think what they put together was pretty good and I was impressed. Okay, so impressed. what about decoration wise between the two parts? So now this is where it's. Uh, this is where it was different this year. So because they've got the 25th anniversary, Disneyland Paris have totally torn down the Halloween decorations. Right. Rather than have them going up all the way up Main Street and having those ghosts and pumpkins and then those stupid sound effects that they play. Oh, no. No, they're terrible. The t- those sound effects are not good. They are terrible. No. Oh, yeah, I forget you're, <laughs> you're supposed to be some Halloween guru, you aren't you? I forget about listening to put on your oh, Sunday no, clothes from Hello Dolly next to the <laughs> <laughs> going, oh, this doesn't work. It's terrible. No. Shame on you. <laughs> um, How dare you. So what they've done is they've condensed it all into Frontierland. But what, unfortunately, they have done is they've taken every Halloween decoration that's ever been put up <laughs> at Disneyland Paris, ever, <laughs> and put them into Frontierland. Okay, fair ones. enough. Yeah. No, the, the, oh, no, 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 you're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say no, Coco, why not? not? They're Day of the Dead themed. They're not, oh, of course. They're not Coco themed. That very different However, thing, they yeah. did fit in so well because they went from... Kind of where the Fuego, what's the Fuego restaurant called? Fuego, Fuego de Oro. Yeah. Fuego, okay. Uh, went from there to just <laughs> past, just before Cowboy Cookout. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it fit in really well with that because that is that kind of Mexican. So are they frontier. still up? They are, some of them are still up because Coco is playing a massive part in Disneyland Christmas. Of course, that Christmas mm. tradition, Day of the Dead, yes, yeah. Yes, but that's because... I suppose on East Enders, it, it usually is, it is a day of some sort of... Is it coming out in France shortly? No. It's not here till, like, No, no, it's not here until... Oh, end of this month, actually, I think they get it. Yeah. So they're getting it before us. But those decorations were awesome. They really were awesome. And even though they weren't Coco-themed, they fit incredibly well. Um, having a badminton playing ghost in Frontierland uh, by Phantom Manor didn't really work. Yeah. Uh, so mm, decorations hit and miss. The general atmosphere around Frontierland was excellent. The rest of the park non-existent. Didn't exist anywhere okay. else. No other land. Fair enough. Uh, nighttime shows during the party. Obviously, you've got the amazing Halloweens, which yeah. I actually think is one of my top fireworks ever. If you're saying that, so you yeah, it's so good. It's so so good, and I forgot how good it is. And it's when the fireworks are going up, and they're actually just completely all around you. It's a complete yeah. 360 experience. It's wonderful. Um, compared to Disneyland, no fireworks. Um, again, they've only got it on for one night, and of course they've got the restrictions of being in a residential area. Yeah. Um, but what they did do is they did a castle protection show. Just with lack no fireworks, and it was all themed around Jack Skellington and the Disney villains. But rather than animated villains, it was mm-hmm. live action villains. That's cool. So it was it was pretty cool, and they played that quite a lot throughout the night. So I was really impressed with that. Um, but they also did lots of little shows that were just on the side. So they Fair had enough. the Good to Be Bad show, yep. which was don't know why it was called Good to Be Bad because it was not. Is that the one with the Hocus Pocus characters or a different one? No, 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 no. So. <laughs> That would that would be their equivalent. Right, okay. Equivalent. Oh, sorry, I, I'm getting confused about which you part are in there. I should really it. listen and not read the Facebook comments <laughs> that are coming up. Well, somebody needs to read. Um, it was played multiple times. Yeah. Um, on the castle stage, which again is just the perfect setting for any any stage show, and it featured a whole medley of villains coming out and right. Doctor Facilier playing the guitar that lights fireworks. It was so cool. It was a good 15 minutes long compared to last year's only five minutes. Fair enough. 
um, and had all the all the villains that you can think of. It had Hades there, and Yzma came out, and they were using the spinning crown yeah. from the princess show. So they yeah. had the Wicked Queen come out and cast a spell into a cauldron, spin around, and then it would turn around and it was the old hag. So it was kind of it was kind of played well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as well as that show, they also then had another show in the Videopolis, and mm-hmm. it was a Laser Man, a laser show, several different versions of a laser show. Um, cool. If you've ever seen the videos from Electronica, yeah, yeah, yeah. they did in Disneyland, where the guy has the lasers and then he takes them in his hand and does yeah, 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 yeah. it and stuff, they did that. That's cool. But then they also did another one where they had two people dueling, and then they did a Buzz Lightyear version, so it was different, it was running continuously, so you could probably watch three shows in an hour and see three different cool. shows. So that was cool. Um, and then of course, Disneyland, Disney World, you have the one nighttime show, the Hocus Pocus show, yeah. which was amazing. The Sanderson sisters um, and Hocus Pocus itself are just massively underused uh, Disney franchise. Well, they're making a sequel now, aren't they? So hopefully... No, no, they're doing a remake. Is it the remake? Yes, they're doing a remake. A Disney Channel remake. Oh, what? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I have mixed feelings. Yeah, I have mixed feelings. Very mixed feelings. Yeah, mixed feelings. Um, And then general atmosphere. I thought it was really good. They played um, a lot of cool Halloween songs, Disney-specific Halloween songs, and not just from Disneyland Paris, but from Disney World and... and, um, Tokyo Disney as well, yeah. there's a few of their songs. So that was quite good. Um, they had a few random things going on in Adventureland. They had like fires along the beach that were all lit and they had like the castle with, uh, not the castle. Skull Rock had yeah. a few projections on it. That's the pirate cool. ship would blow a few cannons every now and again. And of course everyone would crap themselves because <laughs> nobody knew it was happening. So there was a few things that weren't on the schedule that happened. Um, all the rides were available, all of the rides. Yeah. We managed to do a 1am Big Thunder Mountain. That's awesome. Oh, that's, so we did that's a cool. park closing. That's and as we all know, Big Thunder Mountain in the dark. Well, Big Amazing. Thunder Mountain open is just best. an advantage at the minute. Um, actually, Big Thunder Mountain barely, barely went down while we were there. Oh, the one that went down the most. You just said pirates. something that Facebook Live really liked. There's lots of people just said nice comments. Oh, look, big, on there. big Thunder Mountain. Uh, big Thunder Mountain. That could just be what it is. Could be what it is. I think that um, it was open. You can get on the fact that it's it was yeah, open. Possibly. I, I don't um, know, but it was Pirates of the Caribbean that went down the most. Um, and one of the times we were on it, and we got stuck for an hour and a half during the soiree. Which, oh, no yes, way. which took a good hour and a half out of our soiree. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> but it was cool because we got to see Pirates of the Lights on. Yeah. You float backwards. Which oh, is true. Yeah. yeah. We floated cool. all the way back to the bottom of the second drop. Yeah. Which is tiny. It's about five foot. It's oh, really? tiny. It's absolutely mini. I'm sure you guys pictures later. But it's tiny, tiny, tiny. Um, I've been stuck on Pirates before in Disney World. Uh, not nearly as long as it was in Paris. And Disney in Paris, they're quicker to turn off the. I am jealous. I've never Don't been. Don't be. They forgot ever, about ever. us. No. Have you been? You've been stuck. Yeah, I've yeah. been stuck on um, the People Mover. <gasps> oh, okay. Did you? We you evacuated. Um, no, we weren't, mm. but we did get fast passes. To did you guess that? Have you been stuck? I've never been stuck any. No, I've not. We've no, been I've evacuated off Crush's Coaster. Oh, I see now. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'd love well, to be back. Alan got in a lot of trouble for taking a photograph. Like we literally got See, like, we were, booted we out. We were filming that nice. back. We managed to get pictures of, you know, the captain's cabin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you go by and he's there in his bed. We were getting yeah. pictures of that from behind. Nice. Oh, that's, I don't yeah, know if that's you're, you're saying that, really. I don't know. <laughs> um, but we did. You've seen the captain from behind, is all I heard. Um... <laughs> Yeah. If you uh, want anyway. a glass of Prosecco and he's anybody's. <laughs> Not even had a glass, is it? Um, so yeah, so I say comparably for the price you pay and what you get, I actually think it's, uh, compared comparatively, I think they're, they're on an even keel. Okay, so that's um, cool. That's I, think, I think this could probably be the last year that Disneyland Paris does the one. 
And you'll think they'll expand it over. I think they'll expand it over. Just a couple. That makes a lot of sense. They should do it. It would be popular. The problem is, when it's only on Halloween night, depending on what night that falls, depending Mm -hmm. on where you go, I don't think I've ever been because every time I've looked at Gary and it's always been on a weeknight and I can't make it. This is where I'm, because I work in in catering, it's it's easier enough for me to take a weekday off. But I would, based on this year's, I would definitely recommend it. It was superb. And it was open until 1am. So it was quite late. Let me say hello to people. We've got loads of people. Hello, yes. Thomas. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Claire. Uh, Alan says he's been kicked out of the living room because they're watching X Factor. Thanks. We've got Kim. Chris is here. Andrew. Uh, Chris. Taylor says hi. Is that my Taylor? Yeah. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah. Me and Emily are listening. Uh, Alan likes the Big Bang at the end of Hello Wishes. Cat got evacuated off of Indy. And now Kim and Chris and Andrew all in, so hello to you all. Okay, anything else Halloween related or was that everything? Um, that no, that's pretty much everything. Um, how many sweets did you get? Oh, you yeah, yeah. So, no, I know. Ah, that's a good point. So now Disneyland Paris have started doing, when you meet a character, they will give you sweets. Oh, okay. They're giving out Harry balls every time you meet a Halloween-related character. So if you meet awesome. Lefson, you get given sweets. If you meet Mickey and it's Halloween. By the way, best costume I've ever seen is Mickey and Minnie in their Mexican outfits. Yeah, cool. Okay. Best yeah. costumes I've ever seen those two in. Um, and the old hag, Facilier, and uh, one more. Scrooge McDuck, some of the best character meets I've ever done. So Disneyland Paris are absolutely nailing their characters, especially the It's the thing, characters. I think that's what they're going for. It's I think it is, I totally think it is. That's where they're going niche. Yeah, fan days. I, I think it's a good thing. You could tell by the parade, like I said, villains I'd never ever seen before. Fair enough. It was. It was. A, it was a really good night. It was super Jealous. fun. Um, I would recommend it. Now, question is: terrific nights. Did anybody ever do terrific nights? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I yeah, so I love to have done that. That's more. Did, that's more of my bag. I did the two. I did two out of three years, and they were brilliant. They were so good. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have done that. I think they should bring that back. They though. should bring terrific yeah. nights back because Definitely. they weren't like overly scary, like horrendously scary, but they were just different and a bit. Gory and something yeah. they just, what just Hong Kong do. does. Hong yeah, Kong yeah. actually put scare mazes in. Yeah, yeah, they do. That's cool. Yeah. Disney themed scare mazes. Yeah, I think that would be, I think that. That would be good. I love a scare maze. Je- Jessica Rabbit could go in. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Rabbit and Hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry. right, so, uh, so that's John's um, Nothing Beats Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, okay. Oh, wrong well, park. Well, wrong park. Wrong you know, park. Wrong. But Halloween Horror Nights is another one. I also did Halloween Horror Nights this year, and the best maze was the Scarecrow one. No, there's been a lot of love for the Scarecrow one. Scarecrow one was terrifying. Apparently they didn't employ anyone under seven foot. Wow. I don't know how true that is, but it was brilliant. I've I've heard good things about it. Right, so there's uh, Halloween. So as we're on the 200th episode, and we're all sat here together. This is still a little bit surreal, can I just point out? It's it's very weird. Let's just get Susan Um, in. Just get Susan in, make sure sure she's there. Um, We thought, as we're kind of looking back, and we've done 200 episodes, um, that we would talk about our top Disney memories. And uh, Susan isn't here in body, but uh, for those on Facebook Live, there's a face. Um, but she has very kindly sent over her top three moments. Uh, but I thought, as we're as we're doing sort of like our countdown, um, I thought I thought we'd have to have some applicable music. Now I'm sorry, Facebook Live, you can't hear this because uh, and and the people in this room might not be able to hear it. But I'm going to play our applicable top countdown music. You ready? No, we can hear it. The top of the pops. The top of the pops, it was, yeah, originally the top of the pops. So we're going through our uh, our top three. So I suppose as um, as Susan 
left us her uh, her top three. We should start with Susan's first one. So this is Susan's first top three memory. Here it is. It's very quiet today. There you go, Susan's, uh, one of our top three was 25th anniversary. The good thing is, it means we don't have to talk about it as one of our top three anymore. Yes. Um, I, I would be inclined to agree with that. It was a phenomenal was a day. Phenomenal day. Uh, sorry you couldn't make it. No. Sorry you couldn't make it. Yes, <laughs> uh, it was a phenomenal day. Uh, because of, yeah, the number of characters that were there. It was, it was this weird day for the fact that we didn't really ride anything. I was but just get, saying that yeah. to you on the way in. We didn't really want anything. We but went we, on three things. We kept ourselves busy. Hours. Yeah, kept ourselves busy. We did stuff. We went to a quiz. But that was about it. And it just we just we just did stuff and it was brilliant. But there you go. You renewed your um, pass. I renewed my <laughs> annual pass. Yeah, I did actually <laughs> do that. I went and renewed the annual passes. That's a very good point, because I tried to do it so many times before and couldn't because uh, of the mass. I, no, I didn't renew, I upgraded. Oh, I upgraded that the annual right. pass, that's yes, right. Because right. we were going in June and we need to upgrade. Uh, so that's that's, um, that's uh, Susan's. So, uh, Katie. Yes. Go away from music. Go do it properly. At least I've got a countdown on. Uh, right, so Katie, you're, you're number three. What have we got? I'm going to try and do mine in chronological order. So my oh. first one is from my very, very first ever Disney trip, which was when I was seven years old. And I was in Epcot, and I was queuing up to meet Minnie Mouse, and she was in this really cool space, like, outfit with a rainbow on the front. And I was really small when I was little. And I was getting pushed and shoved out of the way by this massive group of kids, and I couldn't get to the front. And Minnie came and picked me out of the crowd, and she spent loads of time with me. We got loads of photographs. And she signed my autograph book, which was just a little notebook. It wasn't like a proper autograph book. And she wrote in it, you're a sweetheart, lots of love from Minnie Mouse. And I feel like that kind of sparked my like, that love was affair the with thing. Disney. Yeah, I really do. Because like, she made me feel really special. And it kind of showed me that you don't need to like push and shove to get to the front to be special to all the world. I like that as a moral to that story. <laughs> <laughs> which is <There> nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my first So that's your Stuck first one. Okay, I'm, I'm, do you know what? I'm not, I'm not playing that music all the way through. We can get something else. So, uh, go on, John. What's your first memory? Oh, you're going to mean right? Okay. Yeah. So, mine, my first favourite memory is is very similar to Katie's. It was the first time I ever went to a Disney park. It was one of those things where, when you were growing up, you were always promised that you're going to be taken to Disney World. I'm going to go to Disney World. I'm going to go to Disney World. I'm going to go to Disney World. And I never got to go to Disney World until my school went um, and it was a school trip and we went to Disneyland school Paris. trip to, school oh, about to, say, to Disneyland Paris about to say to Disney World Sorry. and we went the year of the first anniversary I remember seeing the castle as that god awful cake Yeah. Um, and I remember riding Big Thunder Mountain and that was the first time I'd ever been on a roller coaster 
and it stuck with me because Big Thunder Mountain is probably one of my favourite attractions in Disneyland Paris. So that trip there was, again, what secured my love of going to Disney parks, but also secured my love of Disney. Okay. Um, and I remember watching Main Street Electrical Parade, I remember riding Starters and Phantom Manor, and just, I remember quite a lot from it, and I was about 10, I think it was 10, 11, it was 11. So many memories from that trip that have st- stuck with me and, and, and made certain aspects of going to that park specifically very special. Okay. Uh, Gareth, what's your... Uh... Uh, okay, let's go with this one. So, going back to 1991, when I, when I was a kid. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So, Hollywood Studios, um, and it's back when they used to do the parades to promote films that they had coming out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's the Aladdin parade that they had. Oh, the caravan parade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching that, and um, I, it was just so, so cool. There's a, a massive elephant float. There's you sort of Aladdin, and I think it was a genie float as well. And I remember going going home and looking forward to going to school to tell all the kids about it. And because this film wasn't going to come out for another year, there wasn't even any advertising about it. The internet didn't exist. Yeah. All the kids just say, what are you on about, mate? Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just a massive liar. I've made up what I've done over the whole day because I've clearly done nothing. Um, but it was just, and then obviously a year later it comes out. It's like, I told you, I see yeah, this yeah. all. This is awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I remember this because uh, we went the same year and obviously yeah, the internet didn't exist. And you, I always remember one of the highlights of going to Disney World was to go to the Art of Animation to go and see what film they're working on next because yeah. you didn't know otherwise. And I bought an Aladdin t-shirt and I bought an Aladdin uh, cassette tape uh, and had it on in the car continuously and by the time I'd been to see the film I think I knew all the songs already so yeah, yeah I remember that as well I remember that probably it was good that wasn't one of my memories by the way I'm just <laughs> just thinking about <laughs> yeah, yeah. yours see I didn't go to Disney World till the first time I went to Disney World was 2000 what year was Katrina? Uh, six? Yeah. five? six? yeah that. that was the first year I went because when we were there it was Tropical Storm Katrina um, and they were terrified that it was going to become a hurricane but we were really fortunate it rained a lot, but it didn't, didn't really bother us. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Jill's joined us, Mark's joined us, John's joined us, Vicky's joined us, hello. Alan's put the 80s spacesuits were That's brilliant. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's the ones I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 90s, though. No, it wasn't 80s. It was 90s. And it's he like starts, 1994. He puts that and then says, I have a photo of me and my mum smoking a tab with Minnie Mouse. Brilliant. Steven's in, and Alan also remembers the handstanding characters. I'm guessing that's from the Aladdin, the Aladdin Parade. Yeah. Uh, my first memory, if we're going in chronological order, mine are all fairly recent. Um, so, my one is hey, when well, I... Alan was on his honeymoon in 2005 as well. So we're oh, probably yeah, there so at the same time. Uh, mine is uh, from 2000 and... I don't remember what year it is. This is, which is awful. It's this not is awful. 2017. Uh, yes, it's, it's 2017. So um, this was uh, back in um, the 2000s. I was lucky enough to go to Disney World for my honeymoon. This is why it's a bit bittersweet. Um, and uh, and one of the first days of being there, we were walking down Main Street. We were going for breakfast at Crystal Palace, and a man named Dean sort of appeared out of the shadows. It was a little bit weird. Um, and he came up to us, and I still remember his name now, and he said, uh, hi, how are you? He said, we're good. You know, he said, to see you're on your honeymoon because we had sad t-shirts on. Um, and he said, how would you like to be Grand Marshals of the Magic Kingdom? <gasps> That's oh, amazing. No. Um, That's the dream. Oh, we were like, I'm sorry, what? That's the dream. 
uh, I was like, oh, and what? Sorry, what? Uh, and he said we wanted to be Grand Marshals for the Magic Kingdom Parade. And he gave us a time and, and to arrive, and we had to go down next to Splash Mountain. And um, we arrived, we got, we went back behind the, uh, the, the kind of wooden, whatever they are, barriers. And there was the car that once used to belong to Walt Disney. And it had, had got the Mickey Mouse tires on it and everything. And the Main Street band were there. And uh, as we were getting prepared, we were given Mickey ears with their names on. And um, before we left, the Main Street band performed a small concert for us as they were warming up, ready to go. So they probably played three or four songs for us while we were sat in this car. And then we got to go out down Main Street through Magic Kingdom and we were announced all the way through the Magic Kingdom as the Grand Marshals for the parade while sat in Walt Disney's car while having the Main Street band played behind us. And then at the end, if that wasn't good enough, we got off the car and we were taken to our designated VIP spot to stand and watch the parade without anybody in the way whatsoever. That is the um, That was uh, still a massive arrival many years. I've still got my certificate that I got for, for the Grand Marshal. Yeah, I've still got that. Uh, I've not thrown it away. So there you go, that's, that was my... Uh, that's pretty amazing. That that's memory, a pretty good pretty one, cool. I would say. Uh, go on, John, go for number two. So number two um, is actually this year. Okay. Involves someone else sitting in this room. Oh. Yeah, it's not me then. And it would probably be the launch weekend of the 25th anniversary. Um, so this is the weekend before... The, yeah, the weekend before the actual yeah. anniversary when Katie and I just did a really last minute trip. We're like, do you know what? Sod it, let's go. Let's try and make it as cheap as possible. And we went and we just did so many amazing things. We met so many amazing people. <laughs> we all know what's coming. So not only did we have um, get to see the last ever Magic on Parade, which was pretty special, and the last ever Dreams, which was, as they say in Susan Land, totes and mosh. Was. That, that was terrible. That was meant to be stuck. Totes the mouse, innit? the mouse. Totes the mouse. And I went, I I've stood there with my Fanta. Totes the mouse with my Fanta. She's going to kill us. Um, <laughs> it was really emotional. And then seeing the first ever Stars on Parade and eventually the first ever uh, Illuminations with a little John Legend concert beforehand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Was yeah, pretty, pretty special. But also while we were there, we met a massive legend within the Disneyland. The Disney community. Um, Tony Tony Baxter? Sir <laughs> Tony I've Baxter? I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Did they, yeah. Did I think, I think it was yeah. the point, it wasn't the point when you mentioned it, it was the point when you sent a photo through to the WhatsApp group with, look who we've just met. Oh, right, yeah. And that oh. was at the point where I pretty much lost it and went, I'm sorry, what? I know. But it, it was, was so funny because we were stalking him. We were actually stalking <laughs> He was sat in Cafe Fantasia having a meal and me and Kate are just walking back and forth. <laughs> and there was so much security around and we were like, I think they're going to cotton on to us eventually that we're, we're just stalking this man. And eventually he was in the castle, about to go up to the castle, castle club, club and there. Kate was going, you do it. And I was going, no, you do it. And she's going, no, you do it. And I was like, excuse me, are you Tony Baxter? We knew who he Even was. Even though you knew he was. <laughs> we knew he was Tony Baxter. Um, and he had a little chat with us, and he was such a gentleman. Um, and my biggest, my only regret from that day is the fact that I just bought the 
25th anniversary A to Z book and checked it into the luggage. Oh, and I couldn't no. even get him to sign it because it was already down there, but he made sure that we moved into a, a better area with better light and a better background. And was he was snarky. just a total gentleman. He was an absolute gentleman. And so He's humble when we were just saying, yeah. like, you know, like you have given us so many years of happy memories and happy moments and, and you've yeah. got no idea and he was just he was very humble and that's... he was really surprised that we knew who he was actually. yeah he did he did and we were like are you kidding like <laughs> <laughs> was like, 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 i expect this in america but i've flown all the way to paris and you're the third people to stop me and from what i've seen on twitter he got stopped a lot, a lot. yeah in yeah, yeah. fact then we just kept on yeah our mate tony we kept on bumping into him Tony. I <laughs> so yeah, so that was that 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 whole weekend okay. culminating in, in that extremely special moment. It was amazing because it was just like moment after moment yeah. after moment, wasn't it? It yeah. was such a good weekend. Okay, uh, well I'll go my second one then. Um, this was trip to Disneyland Paris. Uh, Harry was probably five, maybe six. Uh, was really into his Toy Story at the time, and we uh, there were there were. Toy Story characters meeting outside of the entrance to Toy Story Playland. And because he was so into them, we thought we'd go and visit them. And Jesse was stood right outside where the big buzz is. And uh, we, in true style, stood and waited uh, while the French people pushed in. And uh, we eventually got to the point where um, he got to the front. And obviously we'd, we'd said something at some point, I don't know what it was, but Jesse got down to her knee, said hello, gave him a massive hug, and they interacted a little bit. And then she took his, um, his autograph book from him and wrote in it and gave it back to him. And he came over and suddenly realised that in his book she had written, To Harry, Love, Jesse. And we were like, how does she know your name? How on earth does she? And he was like, she knows my name. She knows who I am. And we could not, for the life of us, work it out. It was, we must have clearly said his name at some point while we were waiting, but we genuinely couldn't work out at what point it was. And he, he genuinely thought that Jesse knew who he was. And he's still got his book now with his name in it and everything, but it was just a really kind of special moment that he genuinely thought Jesse knew. Well, obviously Jesse does know who he is. Obviously it's not like, you know, but genuinely thought Jesse knew who he was. So that was that's my second. Absolutely. And, and it does mean that, you know, if you wait, for those characters, then it makes it all the more special, Katie. It's true, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, it's not funny. Right, okay, uh, let's go to Susan, let's see what Susan's second one is. Uh, 
So for those of you on Facebook Live, we didn't hear, we should actually say actually to, uh, hello Danny, hello Jane, hello Craig, and well done Jane for multitasking. Yeah, she's multitasking. She's well, listening, Jill, she's Jill. watching. Jill's multitasking. Jill's wa- sorry, Jill's watching while getting two autistic kids to bed. Oh, yeah, I feel your pain. I've, I've uh, palmed mine off on the internet. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> uh, So she's talking about her first ever trip to Walt Disney World, because I think it is, when, when you're younger, uh, the expense of going to Disney World is massive. I was very, very lucky to be able to go when I was younger um, and pay for myself. I managed to go when I was about 19. Um, but it's actually, yeah, it's a massive thing to have to pay to go and do something. Uh, okay, Gareth, um, you are going to tell everybody your second memory and I'm going to go and grab the second bottle of Prosecco. Right, so I was supposed to follow Tony Baxter and you being the Grand Marshal. Yes, please right, do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no question, but this better be a good one. Oh, it's, it's kind of upset, but anyway, um, so Hi, I, I didn't go to, I went to Disney World a lot in the 90s when I was a kid, and then I didn't actually go myself as an adult until 2015, um, when I had kids, and I mentioned before, Jack's um, autistic, and um, one of the things he really likes is princesses, so one thing he was really, really looking forward to do was the Enchanted Tales with Belle. Um, oh, that's brilliant. Isn't yeah. it? I did it for the first time this time and it was brilliant. It is amazing. When, yeah. the, when the mirror... Yeah. Gra- anyway. Sorry, we're probably just <laughs> completely destroying I got it. Pick, I, got picked, that's amazing too. I got picked to be a knight. <laughs> and just to prove it... I'm scared. There you go. Yeah, I'll actually drink it for a second. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously that involves like the kids um, picking characters, but um, like, because of his, his autism and the fact that he, he, can't, he can't talk, um, we sort of held back in... Didn't push him forward to, to be a character because I was I was worried that he'd get overawed and it'd be too much for him. Um, so the carry on, they go through the carry on with the show uh, and all through the show we're sort of sat at the back um, and she's getting really really excited, clapping his hands, jumping up and down. Um, and obviously one of the um, cast members must have spotted him um, and she came over to us and I, this was the first day without thought, oh, she can tell us to be quiet, or, um, go sit at the back out of the way. And she said, oh, so, um, would you like to join in? Yeah, yeah, he would, yeah, that'd be great. And said, okay, we'll just, just wait here. And she just went off, um, they carried on the show. And if you've seen the show before, at the end of the show, Belle um, dances with um, with Beast. So once she'd done that, um, Belle then came over and picked Jack out and asked him to go to the front and dance with her. And I'm trying to record this on my camcorder and my hand is just shaking all over the place. I'm blubbing like a little girl. Um, I was just <laughs> so absolutely emotional. Um, this guy, American guy in front of me, is like, "You okay, buddy?" No, I'm just so happy. Um, it was just absolutely wonderful. It's, it's, it absolutely made the trip. I, just, I could have gone home the next day, and it would have been totally worth every penny I'd spent going. It, oh, it was just so so good, and that just sort of cemented in my yeah, mind yeah. that Disney is an absolutely brilliant place, yeah. and there's nowhere else I want to go. Um, there you go. I remember. Uh, I'm piggybacking again, but uh, taking Harry, because Harry has this thing where he doesn't like the princesses unless he meets the princesses and he loves them. And we had that moment where um, everyone had been to see the bell and he went right up to the very, very end and she said, hello, hello, my prince. And went and got down and he had his photo and you could see this beaming smile on his face. Even though... Uh, uh, he hates princesses, apparently. Oh, there's a conversation going on. Uh, Craig Lucas wants to know, what is the best Disney park for cheese? Disneyland Paris. Disneyland Paris. Epcot. Oh, Epcot. Disneyland Paris. If you go to California Grill, 
in the Disneyland Hotel, you can have truffle brie. That is truffle true. Truffle brie will change <laughs> life. Um, Nick disagrees with Christopher that Halloween Hollow Nights was uh, me and our Craig Lucas as per all four episodes of uh, uh, Universal After Dark. There we go. Uh, Gaz, Craig is laughing at the fact you blubbed like a baby. Fair enough. It's Me. a pretty sweet. That would be my kid. Anyone go to Disneyland? Paris, the nice tour opening. Yeah, no, no. But I remember watching it on television, just I having did, had I my did. tonsils out, and my grandma fed me spicy hot tomato soup. So I finished watching it, and then about died, and had to be taken home by my parents. That's my memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went to Disneyland Paris opening. In '92, did you? Yeah, I did. I went in the summer. Wow. '92, because okay. we used to go every year when I was little. Um, from when it opened yeah, in 1992 because yeah. my mum and dad were both teachers so we used to go over the caravan around Europe and nice. we used to always stop off at Disneyland Paris there you go so Katie oh I remember there. you telling me that yeah, yeah. yeah. awesome there. and then there was the year they tricked you yes it's, yes. it's on YouTube and it's <laughs> cheesy it there you go it is on YouTube and it is cheesy I remember because I remember David Copperfield did some sort of magic with Mickey in Adventureland I think oh and, and Michael Eisner did the he matanu. Euro Disney, and it was terrible, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, poor Michael Eisner. Um, Isn't he trying to buy a football club? I don't know. Possibly. Um, so, uh, memory three then. Oh, yeah, your second one, sorry. Yeah. We're, we're just getting ahead of ourselves. You're just jumping in now. Go it's on. It's all right. So, my second one could have quite easily been the Tony Baxter story, but and John Shay. has already told me. Yeah, Shay, what's that? Um, it could also have been the one that John just mentioned when my parents surprised me and we were on Main Street five minutes late, but it's not that one. It's Alan, my husband's first ever trip to Disney. He wasn't a Disney kid like me at all. Um, and so, his first trip was with me in 2005. We went to Disneyland Paris as part of a Paris trip, and I could only persuade him to go for one day. That was all I could get out of him. And he was quite all right about it. He was like, yeah, yeah, this is quite good. Until we went to Cafe Mickey for tea and he met Captain Hook and he became a five-year-old <laughs> in front of my eyes. And I think that's the moment that he kind of fell in love with Disney. And we've had so many amazing Disney holidays since then. And I genuinely don't think we would have had all of those if he hadn't met Captain Hook on that day. And Captain Hook challenged him to a duel and he spent ages with him. He got some amazing photographs. And that was the moment that it all kind of clicked into place. And I was like, yeah, this is going to work. Actually, just interestingly, um, does anybody remember that moment when Disney was like, you suddenly went, that's it. That is the moment. I know you've, you've kind of alluded to it already. What was yours, Gareth? Yeah. Um, from the moment I mentioned just previously, as, as an adult, that was like what brought it all back. So I had such a massive gap between going as a kid. Um, I don't know, probably... I think the first time you see the Disney fireworks, because you don't see anything yeah, close yeah. to a level of that here. I was saying to John on the way up here, I, it was obviously bonfire night last weekend, and I was like, I've got no no enthusiasm to go to local events, because although they spend no. so much money, it's just not on the same level, it just feels a bit meh. So I think that, because it's just something that you'd never, never experienced before. I think mine was quite similar to John's, actually, with Big Thunder Mountain, only mine was the Disney World version. And my mum is the biggest wuss you could ever meet, but she's like she's up for a laugh if you go to Disney. And going on Big Thunder Mountain was my first ever roller coaster, and I loved it and absolutely fell in love with it immediately. And watching my mum scream all the way around, have her eyes shut, and not be able to like <laughs> let go of the barrier was just the funniest thing that I'd ever seen at seven. So I think that was my that was it. That was my moment. I can feel it. Nick, Nick, and Craig. 
Craig are talking about some classic Disney Brit memory and they're missing words and stuff out and I have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Hello Scott, welcome. Um, I reckon mine was the first time I met Mickey Mouse on my first ever trip to any Disney park. I was probably 10. My parents took me out to, to Disney World for the very first time and meeting Mickey that first time was probably the moment where I went, yep, Disney fan for life. So my parents do actually apologise quite often for me being a Disney geek because they always say it's their fault. So they go. See, mine's is a twofer. Oh, okay. But I'll get into that. All oh, right, so we're coming to that next. So okay. we're coming to that next. Uh, right, let's go to memory three then. I'm just going to start this time. Who's not starting yet? Have you started yet? I think you, I started. You've, started. Oh, I'm going to start. Okay, I'll do, I'll do mine then. So this is my most recent memory. Uh, this was December the 25th, 2016. Uh, when I had the opportunity to go to uh, Walt Disney World for Christmas. Uh, still one of the most bizarre experiences I've ever had, being in very hot weather on Christmas Day, and people saying Merry Christmas. Anyway, um, so I went out and I had the opportunity to go out for 10 days uh, last Christmas, and while I was there, I decided that I would propose to Gwen. Uh, she had absolutely no idea what was going on, no idea what was going to happen, uh, resulted in me trying to get a very metally ring through... Uh, security at airports without anybody realising and managing to hide it in a hotel room for about seven days before I proposed. But uh, what I was able to do is get in contact with Disney with regards to trying to set something up and trying to plan something. Uh, and I'd managed to get in contact with the PhotoPass people at Disney who had been able to arrange for a PhotoPass photographer to be in the what was the old Rose Gardens uh, outside in the Magic Kingdom at a certain time on Christmas Day. We're not talking about like any old, uh, normal day, we're talking about Christmas Day. So they would be able to get photos of the actual proposal. Um, and also I had uh, some friends I know through Disney community, one of them being a Disney mom, and they were able to be there as well to film the actual event. So I managed to get everything lined up. So I had the past, past, past photographer there, I had the friends there to film, and I had Gwen there. Uh, it was basically midday on Christmas Day. And, uh, well, Gwen, Gwen was there, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. um, and I was able to pull off a proposal in the garden with the castle behind us. I managed to get video and photo and all that sort of stuff. Thank goodness she said yes. I did have her dressed in a stupid tiara, which was quite funny because she'd made me dress in a stupid Christmas t-shirt because she had absolutely no idea what was coming. But that is a memory, not just because of the fact that it was a proposal, but also the fact that it was a really good example of how Disney will move heaven and earth to make sure they can make something extremely special. So uh, there you go, that's my third memory. Um, Gareth, what you got? Oh, can someone else? I'm changing my mind. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm tossing right, we'll we'll go, I'm I'm sure, so while everyone's now thinking and changing their mind, we'll go to uh, we'll go to Susan. I have no, 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 no. no. Three to the point I think it 
might be my top number one just moment. It'll be a moment I'll never forget. You can't forget, you know, how you proposed anyway, but just to kick off propose at what I call my home and my special place at Disney, it's just, it's really thoughtful. It's obviously 100% got to be my top three, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So we've had two Disney proposals in one year. That's quite impressive, isn't it? You know. Um, so, my drink. so Taylor, uh, when you next go to Disney, be aware. That'll be what? Twenty forty-five. Twenty forty-five. Jeez, might not be there then. I'll wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, go on, Gareth. You, you oh, reckon you change yours now? Okay, go on, we'll, so, what is it? We'll go with this one. Okay. Um, so. This year when um, I went to, to Disney World, um, it's the first time I've been with Isla as sort of an actual functioning child, yeah. and being a baby and having <laughs> a functioning <laughs> child. Was she a non-functioning when you take, child? When you, take, when you take them on that under two, they're basically hand luggage. Yeah, fair that's enough. Fair. Yeah, that's, that's fair they're along for the ride. They don't really know what's going on. Yeah. They'll stay there if you tell them. Yeah, to. fair enough. Um, so it was um, arrival day. Um, our, our flight was delayed by nearly four hours. Um, when we got to the hotel, they lost our luggage. Um, had to go on a tour around uh, the Caribbean beach resort to actually find the room that had yeah. actually picked up my suitcase. So we ended up getting to Magic Kingdom with about 45 minutes left of extra magic hours. Um, just ran to um, Seven Dwarf Mine Train and um, Isla was really, really excited because we've been telling the entire time this is um, the first time she's gonna be able to actually go on this ride, all of us will be able to go on it together. Um, so we, we got on, um, we're, going, we're going around um, Seven mine train in the dark, and it just like every like stress I've had that day just just went away. So I was able to have that that moment with with all of us together, um, doing something we all really enjoyed as a family, and like, seeing her face. It's like she felt like she was a really big girl because she could go on this um, this massive roller coaster. I'm, I'm doing air quotes for the podcast. Sorry, um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was just one of those really really, really nice moments. It makes you think. Oh, Everything that you've, you've been through, like, for like ten years ago, I, I thought I wanted to go to Disney, but in my mind there was nowhere I could ever mm. afford to go again. Um, it was just really, really nice. I felt like everything came together. And it was just oh, it was one of those really, really happy moments as a family. Fab. Katie. Um, so my third one has to be one of my memories. <laughs> Concluding with me. Yeah. <laughs> God, no better make it a good one. <laughs> One of my memories from being a volunteer on Destination Dreams with Cordell Children. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, and there's so many, like, really, like, completely amazing moments from the two trips that I've done. But the one that I've picked is from the first trip that I did, um, which was in 2015. And it was on the day that we went to Magic Kingdom, and I was on my own as a volunteer, which is sometimes a bit unusual for yeah. new volunteers. They're usually paired up. Um, with return volunteers um, but I was on my own with this family and the little girl from the Wish family was absolutely Pluto's biggest fan in the world ever she was fully kitted out she had the hat she had Pluto in a wheelchair next to her she was just like she was that was her main prerogative for the day was to meet Pluto when I met her in the morning I said what do you want to do today and she was like characters most importantly Pluto and all she wanted to do was characters and I was like well, that's sweet I know exactly where Pluto's going to be so we had a whole day of meeting characters, but we came out, we went in to meet Mickey Mouse, and we came 
came out and I could see that Pluto was down in Town Square. So I was like, right, okay, this is it, we're gonna meet him. So I kind of lent, knelt down next to her and said, do you know who I can see over there? And she was like, who is it, who is it? And I was like, it's Pluto. And she jumped out of her wheelchair and started to try and run towards Pluto. And her mum was like screaming like for her to get back in the chair. So we got her in the chair and I ran across the park, got her to Pluto, who spent so much time with her. She got so many photographs. He signed a hat and just spent so much time. And there was loads of people from the charity were all like gathered around taking pictures. And it was just the absolute like highlight of her whole, whole holiday. And her mom kind of pulled me aside later and said like that has just like made her like whole holiday exactly what she wanted it to be. And it was just it was amazing to be there for that. It was completely it was unreal to be there. So I felt really lucky. Awesome. To be fair, Pluto is a great meet anyway. Yeah, he's really fun. He and really like interactive. He's one of the best of the yeah, yeah. Fab Five. Yeah, yeah. Fab. the VIPs as they are now because they're ever expanding. And yeah. absolutely made the, the biggest fuss of this little girl like ever. It couldn't have gone better. It was absolutely amazing. Okay. So, John, no well, I, I don't think I don't think my number one will actually come as any surprise to anybody. When I say it was probably the first time I walked down Main Street, USA in Disneyland, California. Mm. It's, it's really surreal um, when you do it because you, you're so used to going to Disney World or Disneyland Paris where you go in and the castle's at the end of the Main Street and it's really imposing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, and you walk in there and they've got this tiny little thing that you kind of squint to see it and you go, oh, it's there somewhere. It might be behind that massive <laughs> Um But just being there, walking down that main street and knowing that Walt Disney himself, mm. um, the, the man that's obviously inspired so many people and it has, has put such a love in so many people um, has actually been there, walked those streets, walked down uh, walked around that park has you know has has probably touched that castle has probably done this and done that and it's it there's just something really really special about it mm. and obviously when you first walk into any disney park it doesn't matter how many times you've been i think every one of us can agree that when you walk in you see that castle there's just there's something really comforting about it and i always say that um if if i could literally just walk in walk into main street see the, see castle, the castle turn around and walk out yeah. i would feel so content um we always talk about the Disney part a bit. Of the, seeing the castle, that's our happy place. That's it. It totally yeah. is. Yeah. It totally is. And it's it's it's, it's you know it's <laughs> this side of it mental. As an adult, <laughs> this, is, this is the weird thing about being an adult Disney fan. Like you know, there's so much criticism of it, but it is a way of regressing back to your childhood mm. without being heavily criticised because most of the people that are there. To do exactly the same thing. Yeah, they really are. Specifically, now this is where I'm going to go specifically, specifically Disneyland. Because Disneyland is a very local park. Yeah, it's yeah, full of very local yeah. people who have grown up around there and it's very much their place, which I think is why it has such... That, that and obviously the fact that it's Walt Park and yeah. it has this really special place in my heart. But just knowing that when you leave at night and you can walk down and you can see the light on in the fire station and you can just go, thank you, Walt. Mm. Or when you leave for the final time... Um, at the end of your trip, you can, through tears, say bye. Yeah. Um, there's, just, there's just something really special about being in Disneyland and walking through Disneyland for the first time, which I believe was the first time I did, it was 2004. Mm. I don't really remember much of that trip, so let's skip forward to 2006, which was when I went and it was the 50th anniversary. Um, they were doing the 50th anniversary extended. Mm. Um, 
And it was just, it was just really, really, really super special. Just knowing that you were there during such a monumental year. Yeah. You consider that Disneyland was only given six months and sixty years. Well, what we know, 60, 60 62 amazing. years yeah. later, and six resorts. You, it was just, it, there's something really, really special about it. And, and if you are a Disney fan, um, specifically Disneyland Paris fan, I highly recommend going to Disneyland because they are very comparable and you can easily see where Tony Baxter's influences come in in creating Disney. Have you met him? Oh, did we meet him? <laughs> Have we mentioned I don't know whether you mentioned so, it. Oh, <laughs> Kate and I went to Disneyland, Paris, and we stalked him. Um, but no, there is, it's, it's just, just, just knowing that his presence is there and, and it still feels like it's there because yes, okay, mm. it has moved on and you know, things have changed and they've got two parks now and rides have changed and things have moved on. But there is so many just little bits that are still very much him. Yeah. And when I went on my most recent trip, which was just last year, we did the Walk and Waltz footstep. Um, and that was pretty special. And if you ever get the chance to go to Disneyland, uh, Disneyland do the Walk and Waltz. You used to be able to go into his apartment above the fire station, but yeah. it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of enshrined now. So what they do instead is they take you to the Dream Suite, which is above Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's completely designed around what Walt's plans were, and it's special, definitely special. And there's something really, really, really amazing about that. And so for me, the the, the best moment, Disney moment of my life, would mm. be the first time I ever walked into Disneyland and, and felt yeah. Walt. I'm still looking forward to my first ever trip no, into Disneyland. No, I'm desperate to go. Right, so uh, team, team trip for next year for the 10th anniversary? I'm you know? in. You're in? Yeah, done. Yeah. Right, well... <laughs> so if you uh, just say yes or no uh, now there we go um, okay I'm going to put you all on the spot your favourite Disney Brit memory since you've joined as we go through memories I'll start and give oh, you a chance to think okay, okay. Uh, mine has got to be when we used to do the red box conversations and we used to ring the red box in Epcot in the UK pavilion and we used to just talk to whoever was on the end of the phone and we had to stop doing it because you can't ring the number anymore. Oh, I, I was going to say, why did we <laughs> not do that? I'd, I'd, love, to like think, to I'd love to think that, that Disney stopped it because they got fed up of us ringing it, but I think that's the case. But we used to ring the phone and see who picked up. We used to talk to them on the show. Uh, and we stopped doing it because Disney changed the phone number or stopped letting the phone number be accessed. So uh, that's probably one of my favourite Disney rip memories out of all the times we've done it. That and, I've got to say... Well, you've been here um, longer, so you're allowed to. That and... Uh, we, um, when we used to do the Disney Brit Bite Size, uh, which actually we've got something to ask about that in a minute. Um, when we used to do Disney Brit Bite Size, uh, Alan used to write um, little sketches, and he wrote oh one, God, yes, uh, a frozen that. one, and, uh, and the, the punchline was hands, sneeze, and a bumpsy daisies. Uh, if you've not heard it, you've got to go back, and it's this whole convoluted... Uh, imagineer kind of uh, meeting about Frozen uh, just so he can get hands, sneeze and a bumpsy daisies in as the punchline and it's it's genuinely one of my favourite memories of doing the podcast do you know what I remember listening to the first one of them and being like what is that that and possibly the the Disney bit Panto and we had Duffy uh, Camp Duffy uh, and all that sort of stuff is there any episode of Duffy no, possibly not. But there you go. That's, that's my. I know. Yeah. I've, done, I've done 200 episodes. Yeah, I'm not convinced, convinced Shelly May is Duffy's girlfriend. No, no, possibly not. Uh, Gareth, Gareth, what, what you got? Um, I, well, the one that sticks to mind is that every time I say anything negative about that 
absolute disaster. Don't try. Don't you dare. Oh my god! You either hang up or you you cut me off. What is your damage? I'm in the majority because it's going. Well, do you know what? Do you know there. what you should do? Do you know what you should do? This you is supposed to be a happy occasion. <laughs> do you know what you should do, Gareth? Get an annual pass. Got one. Got one. Well, got one now. Right. Fantastic. Go. All of the eleven months it's closed, and then you don't even have to worry about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then we'll anyway, go sorry. out when it reopens, and we'll tell you how amazing it is. Sorry, carry on. Please carry on. That's pretty much it. It's just human. Just the, 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 the continuous joke, right? Okay, that's yours, right? Okay, John. What's yours? Um, it's got to be Gareth's having to condemn Star Wars. Oh, that was. Uh, <laughs> that was On the, um, I don't even know what those episodes are called. Uh, yeah, the Disney debate. They, the Disney the debate. Yeah. That was it. When he had to. Uh, criticise uh, Star Wars and you could continuously hear him doing it through gritted <laughs> yeah, teeth and every word you could just hear him die and just burp there you could just hear him <laughs> dying a little bit more inside that's the Prosecco that that is um, so yeah that, that was probably one of my fault um, okay. I'm only saying that because it was one I wasn't on it and was I don't funny. listen to any it that I'm on I only listen to the ones I'm not on Katie uh, I have two but one we've already talked about which is obviously my trip with John for the yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think the other one is actually the first Disney uh, run Disney weekend that we went to yeah. at um, Disneyland Paris when we did the Disney Brit meetup. The meetup we with everybody. Went to watched Mickey and the Magician we did, yeah, together. So we did, yeah. I think that was really lovely. There was like a little crowd of us when it was the first time that most of us had seen Mickey and the Magician. Yes. Um, and we all went and we sat and we watched it together and it was really nice and I'm still in touch with loads of the people who came along to that meet up which is really lovely so so there it is yeah, I would say that. right so that means it's this and I've got to stop the other music otherwise I've got two pieces of music played at once and that sounds awful uh, so that's it that is episode 200 the announcement we just want to make for you is that we're scrapping the bite size um, the whole point of bite size was that we did shorter episodes and it's since become quite clear that we're rubbish at doing short episodes <laughs> even when we've got a timer running um, so uh, we will now just be producing Disney radio shows every two weeks and bite size will go uh, so the next episode will be 101 no 201 201 oh my god oh my word of the show uh, but anyway thank you Katie thanks thanks John thank you and thank you Gareth you're welcome um, oh we did it you will be able to go over to disneybread.com you'll be able to find this uh, episode of the podcast if you want to listen to it if you're locking on Facebook live also over there we've got a new launched look website with a brand new banner and logo thanks to Taylor who's Thank you, amazing Taylor. and also you'll find loads more blogs and all that sort of stuff because we're hoping to pick those up and do that as well you can of course email us radio at disneybrit.com you can go to twitter at disneybrit you can go to instagram which is at disneybrit that's right isn't it yeah. as well um and uh, we're going to be back in two weeks time for another show uh, but thank you for joining us uh, we've had a lovely time we would like to talk to you more but the pub stopped serving food in half an hour uh, so we're going to go. But uh, until then, we'll see you. Bye.